The Partners in Crime podcast is sponsored by Hey Sugar Shop. Visit Hey Sugar Shop at www.heysugarshop.com or join them on Twitter at Hey Sugar Shop. One bite and you'll be smitten. Hello? What's up, YPD Nation? It's your girl Kayla at Reality PD Bingo. And Donna at the Hick Life. Hey, Kayla. How was your week? Um, it was Valentine's Day. Did you get anything exciting? I did. I had a wonderful Valentine's Day this year. I mean, I have them every year. But, yeah, my husband chooses to spoil me um, <clears throat> a little extra on that day. So, yeah, it was fun. I got, okay. you know, yeah, how, how was yours? Well, you know... Valentine's Day was Ash Wednesday, and I'm pretty convinced that my husband gave up Valentine's Day for Lent because because basically what I got was Lent. And uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about it much more. But if we go to Live PD, um, I think there could have been a love connection on Live PD Friday night. And I think that was a missed opportunity because uh, the first thing that we see is in Pasco. And the reason I bring up a love connection, let's just talk about the first scene in Pasco on Friday night. Okay. Because there was a gentleman that was accused of possibly trespassing. Mm-hmm. And you get there and you see him. And for those that didn't see this episode or maybe missed the very beginning, picture if the show Moonshiners and Duck Dynasty had a baby. And then that baby... <laughs> And that baby talked just like Boomhauser, then that would be this guy. I mean, you I couldn't know, understand a word that he said. I I couldn't understand a word he was saying either. I definitely needed a Hick translator. So, um, which is uh, why that was not Hick. That was not Hick speak because I do. I am fluent in Hick speak. That was something oh, entirely different. different. That was <laughs> something. That was something entirely different but the thing that I was really impressed with is that the officers seem to understand every word you know what I I agree I agree I was I because I was blown away because I literally could not understand um what what he was saying which made it a little bit difficult to tweet about it (laughs) it did I mean he was wearing an I love Jesus hat and a Dale Jr. shirt so he might be a native Floridian but maybe it's I, I don't I don't know what part of Florida that maybe he's originally from, maybe the Everglades. I don't know. But yeah, it was it was difficult to I think the only thing that I understood him he walked up, you know, you know, look, he had junk everywhere. He was working on this trailer. You know, God bless him for trying to get the trailer in order, but there were a bunch of stickers from the county that were on the trailer mm-hmm. um of violations, and that's evidently what he was using to do his work. And at one point he said well, it says the roof needs fixed. So I don't need to fix the roof because it's got a double roof on it. So I'm just wondering what a double roof is on a trailer. What is that? What is a double roof on a trailer? Uh, why are you asking me? I don't I mean, I have no idea. I, I, don't, I didn't even understand that. I mean, well, I'm I think impressed. it must be like a double layer of duct tape. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you could tell that the officer was kind of just like, oh, God, you know, like, because he kept, he, now I did hear him say the word list, 
So I'm assuming the his yeah. list that he talked about was his his uh his stickers that he had. I didn't see. I didn't know what those stickers were because he kept walking up to the window <laughs> yeah. and pointing. And I'm like, what is he pointing at? And the and um officer, I can't remember her name right now, but she just was just like, well, she looked at the camera, just like. Ugh, why me? You know what I mean? Just, was, his list. Those were violations from Pasco County. So you know, if there's a if, if there's a good list to have, that was a thorough list that he was going by. <laughs> but then later on in Pasco, w- there's a lady that is also oh. trespassing. So they've got yes. that in common. Let's check off the the commonalities between these two. Yeah, because I just feel like it's a love connection. And she was. You know, she was trespassing, and then the officer walks up to her, and uh, <laughs> the stuff coming out of her mouth was, it was like, what? you know, truckery, groom, got, 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 rough, huh? Well, let me, let me just, can I, can I just touch base on the, the, the love connection part of this? Yeah. Um, the, the woman in Pasco that you're talking about, she was homeless, the guy that they, you know, that they started the show with had a home. There you go. We could we couldn't understand what he was saying, mm-hmm. but I could understand what this woman was saying after the garble that she was talking because she sounded like Roz from Monsters Inc. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. <laughs> yes, I have. Okay, and so kind of did a little bit. A little yeah, bit. yeah. Like, I'm watching you, Wanowski. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my God. And I it's the connection. I mean, it would be it would be awesome, you know. He wouldn't have to speak. She could. And then we would you'd get the benefit of her sounding like Roz. He had a home, although it was needing repairs. She didn't have a home. So I'm thinking that maybe we should find a way to hook these two up. I think so too. I think it is a real love connection. I mean, the only words that came out of her mouth that I understand were hand sanitizer. And I'm just really thankful that, you know, she thinks about her hand sanitizer because living, you know, (laughs) trespassers need hand sanitizer. Did you hear the officer? He said, you might want to use that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel bad for her, but yeah. feel bad for her too because she was just like I was, she wasn't I, hurting anybody she wasn't but anyway so <sighs> that was yeah, a, yeah, so that then, was well then we get into a very stressful stressful scene I mean we go from that you know to him you know the, the gentleman in Pasco to Pinal and um mm-hmm. it was a report to and Deputy McElwain got this call about someone harassing people yeah. And so you see him pull up to the guy and the guy says, well, he ran off. And then you see Deputy McElwain driving around, finding this guy. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he sees him, and, I, and it looked like it was a park, um, Deputy McElwain jumps out of his car and the guy just starts screaming and he's got something in his hand. And Deputy McElwain is telling him, you know, I will shoot you, you know, go to your knees, go to your knees. And this guy is like, shut the hell up. You go to your knees, bitch. Yeah. And it, the, but the weirdest thing of all is the way he was dressed. Yeah. You didn't expect all of this to come out of this gentleman's mouth because he's wearing, you know, he's all squared khaki. away with his khakis. Yeah. And his pink yeah. tie and shirt and sweater, you know, yeah. button down sweater, Mr. Roger style. And wasn't it just, it was very, very tense. It was, it was, it stressed me out because I honestly thought, oh dear God, 
please do not let this be the situation where this guy actually has a gun and, and this officer is basically forced to have to shoot him. I, it, it just, it really stressed me out. Um, but what I thought we were going to see that, Kayla. I really did. I thought that we are going to actually witness this whole yeah. him getting shot. That's what I thought was going to happen. Thank, I mean, thank God for the 20, 25 second delay or how long it is that they have on the show, because I, I wouldn't have not, that would not have been good. I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to see that. And, um, but what another part that upset me was the, and, and almost even, you know, equally was the guy kept saying, you know, that he was going to kill. He's like, you know, um, I'll, you know, kill your family. And what was it when they were, when they, the backup finally got there and he's, and he, they were handcuffing him. Mm-hmm. Which was still tense because they had, you know, one of the officers, you know, they both had their guns drawn and, you know, he's on the, the guy is on his knees with his hands laced behind his, his head, but it was still just, you know, the things coming out of his mouth, but yeah. So <laughs> as they're handcuffing him, he's saying, um, tighten those cuffs and your whole family dies. Yeah, if you or, cuff or, me hard, I will kill yeah, your you cu- family. Oh, yeah, if you cuff me hard, I will kill your family. And he just kept saying that over and over again. And, I, you know, like in, later, I was thinking to myself, and I, I wonder if we can actually ask Deputy McElwain this question. How many charges did he get? And because right. he was threatening the officers that were, you know, and even when, once they got him on the stretcher and they were the whole, the whole situation seemed to be, you know, calm because he was in the back of the car and then the stretcher came and, you know, they wanted it, it. He started doing the same thing to the other officers. He started saying it again. You know, the person you most love is going to die. You're, you know, you're, yeah. fa- I'm going to take your, so I'm wondering, did he get a single charge for each one of those threats as a, you know, um, making terroristic threats or whatever they call that, or, you know, threatening to kill. I wonder if it's, I hope he did. Me too. too, I hope he did. And I don't think this is the first time that they've dealt with him because I heard a couple of things that deputy McElwain said was, um, we're tired of dealing with you. And then he said two days in a row, man to him. So I think that they have dealt with him before. So, I mean, obviously they must've given him a pass the first time. And then now, I mean, just the threats were, extremely, I mean, your family's going to be dead tomorrow. And he just kept saying it over, like in a chant, he just kept saying yeah. it over and over and over and over. And it was just, it was very disturbing. I think, you know, I don't know if the guy has mental issues or what. I don't, he doesn't get a pass from me on this. He, he was, he, he, he almost got himself killed. And, um, mm-hmm. and I don't think that was his intention. And I think that he was just, it, it was very, very disturbing to watch for me, just the stuff that yeah. was coming out of his mouth. And he's the kind of person that you think probably would go after the family, you know, that maybe if he is released that he could. It, it, it's very scary. I mean, and he was a scary person. He looked unassuming, but he was very, very scary. Yeah, that whole, that whole situation was intense. But then we go over to Slidell. Mm-hmm. And we get Officer Morris and Canine Kano, mm-hmm. and they are responding to um, an officer needing backup because I guess there's a guy walking around in a Walmart parking lot, like 
going into cars or something like that. And then while he's headed to the location, he gets another, another call where the officer, they're basically wanting him to hurry up because the officer is now in a fight with the person. Yeah. So he speeds to the Walmart and, oh my God, did you not see when the officer is like going around and trying to find him and the, and he, and the, the girl, the group of girls or whatever, like, he's like, get out of the way. And they're like, "Eh," you know, whatever. And then the guy had his lights on. I and know. they're not and, moving. Yeah, and the and the guy, the one guy is all like, you know, like he, you know, like, dude, I don't care if it's an emergency or not. I'm, you know, I'm taking my time. That irritated me so much. That I one was like, scene. Flatten him because he's an oh. idiot. I mean, oh he God, just stood there. He, it was like he was daring him. You yeah. know, he has blue lights on. He's. I mean, what you do, you you know what you do when you see the blue lights coming at you? Yeah, make room. Yeah. Move your ass. Those those girls and that guy, I just, oh my God, I just, anyway, that just irritated me. But then, yeah, the officer gets to the, um, finds his, finds his, the other officer and they rush to the car and the guy is sitting in the passenger seat of the car and he is, you know, you can't, it's hard for me to tell at the beginning, like, you know, was he just sitting there or was like, what was he doing? And in the other officer, you could tell like there would have been a scuffle or something. Mm-hmm. So then, um, the dog, the dog gets involved in the dog. Cause they, they were trying to pull him out and I could see him. That's when I saw him started tensing up mm-hmm. and, and then it like he tried to grab the steering wheel or they couldn't pull him out. Right. And then the dog gets involved and the dog bites you know, the guy, God knows how many times or whatever. And they finally pull him out and they pull him to the back. And then, then the taser comes out. Right. And your favorite part that, you know, I, I get super excited about a taser and, and let me explain to you why, because this is probably the perfect time to tell my story about when I got tased. And wait, (laughs) I'm sorry. You got tased. I got tased and the, the now funny part about it is I did it to myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, <laughs> this doesn't I, surprise me at all. <laughs> Ethel, I, this does not surprise know, me in the least that you taste yourself. It doesn't surprise me either. You know what I mean? And in college, I worked at a novelty store similar to kind of like, um, a Spencer's that they used to have in the mall. Do they even still have those? I don't know, but well, you know, so it's a lot, of, a lot, a lot of joke stuff. And then a lot of like, you know, kind of risque stuff, you know, just kind of like stuff you just didn't find anywhere else. But this, but this store also sold weapons, like not guns or anything, but we, we sold some knives and we sold, um, that's a good combination. I mean, you've yeah, got <laughs> whoopee cushions and, um, you know, weapons. That's a good combination. You know, right there. It was, it was, it was the mid nineties, you know, I guess, uh, <laughs> we wanted to protect ourselves then from God knows what, um, from whoopee cushions, from people <laughs> playing practical jokes. Yeah. Because if anybody cushion. tries to play a practical joke, they're going to get, you know, taste yes and and this store and so one of the weapons that we also carried is we had a case that was full of um tasers like ones that you would use for protection like the ones you see that women sometimes carry you know just to taste somebody but we also had it was like a it was like a long baton almost like a cattle prod and Mm. it was and it was probably about um 
no more than like 16 inches long. It was pretty long. And, um, so the procedure was you could, you know, show how you turn it on or whatever, but you could never hand the weapon to a customer. You know, you had to show them everything, but, and the policy was at the end, before you put it back in the case, you had to hit it on the ground. So the charge would go out of it. That's a lot to have to remember. That is well, a lot. Yeah, it, it, it is. So um, being the kind of, you know, scatterbrained person that I can be sometimes, it was busy that day. And I went to go put, after the couple looked at it, I went and I went to go put it back in the case and I slapped it against my hand like you would like a baton, not mm-hmm. thinking that, oh, hello, I didn't, you know, discharge it onto the ground. And it shocked the holy crap out of me. <laughs> And I felt, I fell like, I kind of like just collapsed, nothing dramatic or anything. You know, I just kind of collapsed where I was. And I just remember the couple kind of peering over the glass case and looking at me and they're like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was just like, and I couldn't say anything because, <laughs> you know, cause I just electrocuted myself and it took, it took me. I mean, I don't know how long it took me. It seemed like, you know, kind of had to do the whole, <laughs> you know, thing because I had to, you know, and then I stood up and I, you know, I, it just seemed like the whole process of me trying to get this thing back in the, the case took a while because I was, you know, I'm, I was stunned, obviously. <laughs> I mean, it seems like a lot to ask of a retail worker, you know, I mean, especially like a high school retail worker and <laughs> and you're dealing with, you know, yeah, a taser, and you have to know all these steps in order not to electrocute yourself. Yeah, I don't know. OSHA might be. OSHA probably should have gotten involved in that. I don't know. You know, it was. It was. You know, let's just say it. It was a learning experience. So now, because I know the pain of you know getting tased, and I want these bad guys that are doing that are making stupid decisions. I want them to be tased too. I want them to feel that pain that I felt. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see him get dropped. Um, I know you get excited every single time. I do. do. I'm just like, you know, like, so I I felt like they took a little long to tase him. um, But that's just because I'm impatient when it comes to this. So, but yeah. So anyway, that's why, you know, but the whole thing was intense. But I'm glad we got to see some canine action. And I am loving canine. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, And then um, Detective O'Shaughnessy got bit. I mean, you know, and it happens, I guess, you know, the, the, the uh, dog doesn't know who's who and yeah. he got bit, but I, you know, I'm sure it happens a lot. You know, that dog's just doing his job and y- y'all better keep your arms mm-hmm. out of the way because you're going to get bit. But yeah, so then they had to carry that. Then the guy wouldn't even like, he wouldn't even get up to go to the police car. They had to carry him. Yeah. I mean, like he was a soft horse. <laughs> Yeah, they. I saw. I saw they put him in a hobble and they care, which that to me is also. I'm just. I just. I'm just confused. Like, so what's the point? Of, well, he did get tased, so that's probably why he did because he was stunned. He was just like, it, it takes. It can take a, a a minute or so for you to just kind of. <laughs> and speaking, he was still resisting after that. So, and that's how he was yeah. kind of sitting in the car. Like at first, he looked kind of catatonic sitting there. So I don't yeah. know. I think it was just yeah. like his his thing i don't know but uh, that was he, the whole thing was weird he was off to jail so you know they they got him and it was fun seeing the canine and the, but then what we saw next was not fun 
And um, it was not fun at all. It wasn't. So it wasn't fun. We <laughs> go to Utah and there is, you oh, know, this Catherine. car pulled over and it's pulled over for speeding. And, uh, you know, the officer starts talking to him. And so they're cousins, these two. Mm-hmm. And he takes the guy out of the car and he's talking to him. And because the guy didn't have a driver's license, the guy's license is suspended. He shouldn't even be driving. And he gets out of the car. So he's over there talking. So then the camera pans over to the female cousin. Mm -hmm. Now she gets out of the car too. But what she does next is she walks over to the front of their vehicle. And you're wondering, what is she doing? I mean, like, weren't you kind of like going... What's going on with her? I mean, what is she doing over there? Is she dumping drugs? Is she? She dumping- was topping a squat. She was topping a squat. <laughs> what she was dumping was dump. She was just dumping. Okay, she was just dumping. You know, cousin Catherine pooped on the interstate. Is what she did. <laughs> and I. <laughs> okay. Wait. Let's just all take this in right now. This woman mm-hmm. is pulled over. And decides in that moment, I got to shit. So she just moseys on over, pops a squat. But there's, okay, everyone, there's no toilet paper. And it's not like she went into the grass where she could pull a leaf. There was <laughs> nothing. Nothing. She was obviously very intoxicated. Or very high. One or the other. Because, her and she, and, well, she... She also said that she was sick. She said she'd been sick for a couple days. Unfortunately for us, we saw the dump that she took. And that is not a sick person's dump. That was a perfectly (laughs) healthy person with a very healthy diet dump. There was no, I mean, I'm sorry, but there was no Rhea involved. That was a healthy (laughs) (laughs) dump. So Uh, her... Yeah, and we got to see it twice. That cameraman made sure that we saw it twice. So it wasn't, she could say she was sick, and maybe she was sick, but she wasn't intestinally sick. It looked like a healthy turd. It looked like my shepherd's turd. I have a 140-pound German shepherd, and I mean, this woman was like a buck ten, and she was pushing out a meaty turd. I'm sorry. Okay, first of all, I am all kind of different shades of, just kind of almost embarrassed that we are sitting here talking about this and because I don't know, I don't know about you, but I've never ever pulled over or been pulled over on the side of the road and decided that it was a good time to relieve myself. I mean, who does that? That's why they have restrooms. Listen to me. Okay. Sometimes there are situations Oh, not. oh no, 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 no. You cannot justify. Wait. No, I'm not going to let you justify this. There could be a situation where you're riding down a country road and no. there's, and you've got, now listen, I will say maybe no. not a number two. Okay. A number two, you can prairie dog it all the way to home. Okay. With a number two. <laughs> I'm curious who you are, but when you've got to pee, when you've got to pee, sometimes you just can't hold it. Okay. And, and you may always hold it. 
Now, now, instead of getting out and popping a squat where somebody may see you, I would suggest that you keep a big gulp cup in your car uh, for such emergencies. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I can even look at you anymore. <laughs> I. <laughs> I just don't even know how to respond to this. So, first of all, I won't ever look at a big gulp cup the same again. Number two, um, I just, you know, I, you know what? I can't respond to this. I, just, I can't believe that you're Southern and you've never had an experience where you were, you know, you had to pee in the woods or pee in a big gulp cup. I can't believe no. that. But I will agree with you on the fact that there is no excuse on earth ever to take a dump ever besides a toilet. There's no excuse. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I just find it funny that coming out of one end is justifiable to you coming out the other or the other side, excuse me. So one side's justifiable, the other's not. For a lady, I, yeah, <laughs> I am a lady, and I am a lady. I can pee in a big gulp cup, very ladylike, but there is no way to take a dump like a lady. No, okay, so um, moving right along to Pana. Oh, god, now I just see Speaking what's next. Movement. <laughs> Uh, this line, this, this sequence is just not working out for me today. So in Penal, um, they do a traffic stop for a guy who is kind of driving a little recklessly down the road, you know, kind of doing a little weaving, I guess. And, um, so the officer, um, goes up to the car and basically the guy's got his pants down around his ankles and is going to town while he is watching porn on his cell phone driving down the road. Right. And the thing about this, this isn't the first time we've seen this. So evidently this is a thing where guys are driving down the road and are they, they drive hey. with their knees. I mean, how can like, you hold a phone and <laughs> And, um, basically, sorry, off. I mean, is that an appropriate term or should I say masturbate? Well, you know? he, okay. well, he called it off. That's how he referred to it. Yes. He, rec- he referred to it as off, but you know, th- that's such a vulgar term. I mean, do you consider that vulgar? I consider off. it vulgar. I just like to say he's using his body as an amusement park. <laughs> Because I was just, you know, should I say masturbating or should I say off? But the officer said Even masturbating off. sounds stupid. I don't like Even any of it. Masturbating sounds I don't stupid. Like that. That's like moist. I just don't like it. I just don't like to use it. <laughs> okay. I mean, hey, it's, you know, it's just, I was just, you know, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just, I just don't, I just don't get the whole how, you know, like how you would, do that if you're holding a phone in one hand, you're and you know, like holding and holding and how do you drive? So, with your knees, uh, it's, it's like, like I don't know, it's like chewing gum and patting your head at the same time. And I mean, I guess that's kind of what he was doing. 
chewing gum and patting his head. Oh, my dear God. Well, the good thing is, oh, God, sometimes. And you and you say that I'm the bad one. You say that I'm the bad one. And really, it's you. We Actually, you know, it's probably equal. But in, sometimes you get me all you get me all flustered because now I don't even remember where I was at. Oh, yeah. He's okay, going, let's, so, let's. Yeah. OK, go ahead. Okay, so he got pulled out of the car. Go ahead. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so he got pulled out of the car by the officer, and after he told him to pull up his pants. And (laughs) could you imagine, you know, you might want to step out of your car, man, but only after you pull up your pants. I mean, how embarrassing. So then it basically turns out he had a bunch of Jameson bottles in the back of his car. He does one shooter um, a day after he gets off work. And so he does a shooter and, uh, you know, well, he said, the word, he said he does a shooter because it's a work release. Well, I think we all know what you're doing is a work release and it ain't that shooter. It's a different kind of shooter. You know, Tom Morris said he must have a very, a very stressful job. <laughs> he must. And then he did Molly. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because he, yes, because yeah. he said Molly makes him want to off. That's what he said. Uh, those were his exact Uh-oh. words. So hold up. Now this just makes it even more funny. So he's working and he just can't wait to get off work to pop that Molly and <laughs> um, drive down the road watching his porn on his cell phone and yeah. off after he drinks, after he, you know, shoots his shooter. Um, I have a visual now and now I'm just, I just don't understand. That's a whole lot going on. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. And he it just yeah. needs to get his priorities straight and he needs to wait until he gets home. Well, and he, I thought it was why. So he won't be going I mean, home, you know, anytime soon. I mean, he, yeah, he won't. He'll, he'll, he'll be a day at least hopefully. But I love when they go back to the studio and they see the, this, you know, the, the stunned faces of <laughs> our hosts. And then they start with their puns. And Dan's like, okay, well, I think it's time to commercial. We're coming. Uh, no, no. We're going to be right back. I mean, these guys, we all just turn into 13-year-old boys when we watch Live PD. We do. And you know what? I'm going to call BS on Dan Abrams because something tells me that he has like a naughty sense of humor. You know what I mean? Like a, like, you know what I mean? Kind of like how we are, like we laugh about this stuff. Sometimes, I no doubt. Yeah, because sometimes he tries to act like he's shocked by what he sees or something. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not falling for it. I bet him and Tom Morrison, especially Sticks and his corny jokes, they're yeah. all like sitting up there like 13-year-olds giggling and laughing about it too, you know? Ugh, yeah. That's funny. Well, and okay, so let's, speaking of funny... <laughs> the next story is in Richland, and the K-Law pulled, they pulled this guy over, and uh, they go up to his vehicle, and, you know, there's no license, and... Nobody has uh, a license in the vehicle. Nobody has a license in the vehicle, but the guy says he's got an ID card, so he produces the ID card and hands it over, and um, the ID card, it's... North Carolina gave him this ID 
mm-hmm. and it's a Mexican ID. He got it in North Carolina, a Mexican ID with a South Carolina address on it. So that sounds legit. Doesn't that sound legit? Like you know, right out of the- I mean, the math works out for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then he's got three females in the vehicle. And wait, 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 gets- wait, 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 wait. No, yeah. those, were, those were what I like to call value meal prostitutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But we haven't seen them at this juncture. Not quite yet. And not quite not quite yet have we have we seen the loveliness of these three ladies, but or, or like I call I like to call it the three tiers of the value meal. <laughs> so the ninety nine cent, the dollar yeah, ninety nine, and the two ninety nine. <laughs> so Kayla's like, "Do you know them?" He goes, "Jess, they're my friends." <laughs> Jess, she my friends, and I'm like, "You don't know them." <laughs> and he's like where'd you meet uh jess at the club and i'm like you didn't meet it at no club and so then the camera pans over to the ladies who are clearly hookers and they got their friday night go to hooking outfits on mm-hmm. and um the way that i described when you got to see all three i mean on the whole level I guess of I mean these are not like high level prostitutes yeah but, I mean for, yeah, for not, what they were it was like two hots and a knot because yeah two of them were decent looking I mean they weren't like you know they weren't awful but then they pan over to this other one and I'm like lady you are the like one in, the one in the tank top and the jeans yeah yeah she she was the 99 cent she was the 99 cent option she was the she was the buy one get one free option. Yeah, I th- you know what I think I think she, I would th- I think I think she would have been per- I think she would have been perfect for the the gentleman in the story before who was watching porn and whacking off. Um, yeah, that's that's probably what she um, her forte is is either you know what let's not get too deep into this because this could okay, just well, take a, a weird turn. Experience she's had years of experience. Yes. And, you know, maybe she was the mentor in the group. I don't know. But um, God bless her. I mean, she was just a little, she, she, she's, she's been down this road many times, I think. Well, you know, and that's, and that's what Kayla, because, you know, obviously um, Kayla um, felt that the guy was their pimp and he was taking them to their location to drop them off at the club so they could work. Um, you know, so, so. <laughs> right. That, He's like. That, because he's like, she's my friend. He's like, which one? He goes, the white girl. <laughs> and Kayla's like, they're all white. Which one is yeah, it? It's it's funny because you, I I can tell you how this happens at the club. The one that was the ninety nine cent option, she worked the parking lot. The other two worked inside. Okay. So that's that. We learned about this. Okay. Well, here's the other thing I learned about these three. One was from Honduras. One was from Mexico and one was from Georgia. So I'm going to go out on some and say, which one I think was from Georgia? Um, okay. Watch it. Um, you, know, you give Florida crap <laughs> all the time. And I saw an opportunity and I had to take it. Okay. You so know, we know somebody, Georgia. Peyton. 
Um, you know what? You know what? She pro- she probably could have been from Georgia. You know, she was probably from the Buford Highway area. I'm not going to lie. Um, but, so yeah, uh, there's that. I think she's from the Waffle House, wherever the Waffle House is. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah, don't you don't you be talking about no Waffle House now. Well, she be the she the Waffle House hooker. <laughs> Scattered, smothered, and covered. Uh, <laughs> I just grossed myself out with that. I, and I totally didn't need mean for it to go there, but it just did because I just a visual popped in my head. So anyway. Well, we'll, you know, we'll leave that fun little scene and then low speed chase. (laughs) Yeah. The crime, the crime of the week with the slow, the, the hair raising speed of 38 miles per hour. People, can you handle the intensity that that chase must have been? Um, it was, I mean, I've seen faster chases between my dog and his tail. It was just like. I don't you know, even know why this is the crime of the week. Why is this the crime of the week? <laughs> I I didn't understand that either. I really didn't. But, you know, it's basically a, a slow speed chase through town or off the interstate and onto wherever they were. And um, when they finally got them pulled over after many, you know, <laughs> stops on the road because they would stop and then they would take off again. Yeah, when the little old couple got out and they were just, you know, extremely old and probably didn't need to be driving. But so, yeah, it was just it was it was kind of funny to watch, though, the way the officers were acting. (laughs) I mean, you know, I would say in the whole scheme of things, it probably wasn't the crime of the week, but it was a nice little moment that we enjoyed. Um, And then we're going to go from that big thing to another big thing, evidently, in El Paso, which is a place (laughs) called Heine's. The butt version of Hooters. I actually looked it up. Um, It's so, yeah, it's the, uh, it's, it's Hooters for Heine's. So the girls, you know, that work there, waitresses and stuff, they wear tank tops or t-shirts and then it looked to be like little booty shorts, kind of similar to the Hooters shorts, maybe a little shorter. Um, so yeah, with the, the, the drunk guy who was, you know, and it, he was leaving. I'm glad he he didn't leave because he was intoxicated. I'm glad he didn't get behind the wheel of a car, but if he would have just taken off walking or, or something, I don't know. He would have, well, he was blocking, he was, he was, he was blocking the way to begin with. So officer Marquez is like, uh, I'm just trying to pass, you know, pass by. Cause the dude's standing there like, like he wanted to start a conversation, but he just could not leave well enough alone. Cause he was on his way. Doc office officer Marquez was able to pass by and then he has to turn around and go, Hey. And Officer Marquez, like, yeah, he goes, hey, you're a nice cop. You're nice. And that's where he went wrong, right there. Oh, that's, that's, that's what screwed them all up. Because then it was like, uh, where are you going? Where's your hotel? Let me get some ID. And then you see he kind of just like, kind of when he started asking the question, the guy kind of like brushed him off, kind of like threw up his hand, was just like, you know, like, nah, you know, <laughs> just like, yeah, it was like, chill out. The guy kept going, chill out. 
And then, then, uh, uh-uh, no, that was the wrong thing to say. Mm-hmm. Chill out, bro. And he goes, I'm not your bro. I mean, it was, uh, he was a dummy. That's, that's what people that overindulge are. They're dummies. Cause he was a big dummy. Yeah. Big dummy. He was at Heinie's. <laughs> at Heinie's. And I actually, um, put Heinie's on the itinerary for when we go to El Paso. <laughs> Are you right now? I'm, I'm being serious. What do they serve going... at Heinies? Pork butt? I mean, what do they serve at Heinies? It's not like chicken wings. It's probably pork butt. No, they they serve chicken wings. They, you know, I'm assuming it's similar to Hooters um, menu. You know, hot wings, burgers. You know, like bar food. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not going there expecting you know culinary greatness. I'm expecting a cold you know, cocktail and I don't know, some appetizers maybe. And a bunch of lovely behinds. (laughs) I mean, you know, when I'm eating, I mean, I know I want to look at some, you know, a bunch of ladies' butts while I'm eating. I mean, I, you know, (laughs) seems like it's very appetizing. I don't know. But the Um, funny thing about this whole thing is that this guy was involved in the original call. I mean, it was... The original call was somebody was, what was the original call? Somebody fighting. was getting in a fight or something. Yeah, fighting. Yeah, this guy, it, as it turns out, Drunky McDrunkard was actually involved in that. So that was pretty funny. Um, but, but that was Friday. He, oh, wait. Yeah, that was Friday. Jail. I mean, well, the guy ended up going to jail. I mean, he just couldn't keep his mouth shut. And then he was waving his tongue at um, Officer Marquez. And um, it, anyway, he ended yeah, up going was, to jail. Yeah, because he called him a little. He called off. Oh yeah, that's right. He called him a little bit. Yeah, but he went to jail. He just couldn't leave it alone. Um, and then we're gonna go to Saturday in In Pasco. Go figure. (laughs) Um, Pasco by the Pasco by the way, which is in Florida. Um, really, is it? Is it in Florida? It it is, and this and this they were at the Seven Eleven. Isn't that where these this these people were at at the Seven Eleven and in the pops? <laughs> For some reason, I think it was at the Seven Eleven. And the officer and the deputies pulled up, and the first thing this guy says is, "I need an ambulance. I need some water." <laughs> like, I mean, he. <laughs> He, he was a thirsty little sucker because he just kept crying for water. But, you know, immediately out of the gate when he starts telling his story <laughs> of getting jumped and getting stabbed and whatever. I and it just all happened by his brother and his brother's friends. But immediately he refers to the lady in his car as me and my old lady. And a girl, I just had to quit listening once he said that. Once you yeah. refer to the lady that's with you as my old lady, I just, I, I just want to, you know, like pinch your lips off or something. I mean, it just, I, I can't stand well, hearing that. It's so disrespectful. I mean, I, I totally get it. I, I do. But it was what this idiot was saying. Okay. Now, uh-huh. I, I, one of my pet peeves is grammar and the inappropriate <laughs> use of, you know, words or phrases, whatever the case may be. Um, this <laughs> weirdo, mm-hmm. he claimed that as well, he says, you know, I'm going to, he kept saying long story short. <laughs> and I was just like, well, where, and when it was we get long story long. long. It was yes. a long and story long. 
And he was telling the de- one of the deputies about, you know, when he was a wannabe thug or whatever he, you know, wannabe gangsta. That's what he kept saying. And he said that he went to prison. Yeah. And he was a crip. And because he and he's but he was a crip. But here's here's what he said. But I reannounced my membership. He didn't denounce it. He reannounced it. Yeah. Yeah, he he didn't. Yeah, he didn't denounce. He reannounced his membership, and that when he was in prison, he got beat. He he got told by a crip that he was going to have to deal with some stuff. So he got beat three hundred and sixty times by crips in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, <laughs> and they can call the Florida State Prison. Call. Call the Florida State Prison. He's telling them to call the Florida State Prison. You know why I used to hear that? When my kids ever did, when they were like lying to me, call my friend, call my friend, call my friend, call my, it it, it is, yeah, call the Florida State Prison. Oh yeah, let me just stop what I'm doing and call the Florida State Prison to verify your dumbass story. (laughs) But here, but wait a minute. But here's the thing. Call me crazy. (laughs) But I don't recall there being any Anglo Crips. Uh, I'm with you on that because I'm pretty sure you were not ever in the Crips, ever. Yeah. And also, the other thing that I believe that completely negated his story is that in, he said this in one breath. I'm a redneck and I'm a, I am was a wannabe gang, gangbanger. Well, you can't be both. Okay. Yeah. You cannot be a redneck and a wannabe gangbanger. You can't be yeah. both. That that guy and his, you know, getting jumped, I, and then the and then the girlfriends all like you know, or excuse me, his old lady is uh, you know, showing her bruises, and and the and the the paramedic, the EMT is standing there, and he's like, I'm not the police, I'm here for your, you know, to to you know, if you're hurt or and she, but she wants to explain to him the whole story of what happened, uh, and he had her twice. I'm not an officer, I'm I'm just here to check out and make sure you're okay. Yes. And she shows her legs and, you know, I guess where she got beaten because she tried to jump in between the, the ex gangbanger and, and, you know, the, the brothers for, I, I don't know the whole thing. Right. There was I mean, neither one, neither one of them have a story they don't want to tell clearly. I mean, they both were talkers. They both didn't shut up. They're showing their stab marks, which to me, um, didn't look, I mean, I, I don't mean to judge, but I mean, it wasn't like, let's, let's just call them what they were. They were like little pricks. I mean, they weren't like big stabs, but look, okay, I'm just gonna, whatever. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. I think he got his ass beat. I think he got, I think he probably ran his mouth and his brother and some of his friends were at the house because his, his mom let him come in the house, I guess, to see his daughter. So, so mm. there's obviously some kind of, you know, um, custody thing where he doesn't have custody of his child and so he probably showed up at the house to see his kid ran his mouth and the brother and his friends jumped his ass and the girlfriend was trying to you know pull them off of him and that's how she got hurt but it was because because he just kept running his mouth and he he wasn't making any sense and um i think he just got beat like a chump in front of his girl I agree. It was, was an eye roll. And what was the, up with the band around his head? Was that like a piece of toilet paper or gauze? I guess like he I was had wrapped his wound. I don't know what he was doing. I he wanted to look the part. I don't know. It was just an eye roll moment. I was just rolling. I'm like, would you just shut up? 
<laughs> I mean, it was just, it was just too much. But then let, let's go to a better story because what happened, yeah. at, you know, what I really, I mean, this was the highlight of the night for me in Richland County. Me too. The, the first highlight is that it was Corporal Loriano and Addie Perez together. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you've got those two together, that is the dream team. And I love seeing them work together. And um, they saw a guy leaving a drug house, a mm-hmm. known drug house. So it, it was not a great neighborhood. And so they stopped him to talk to him. And he had a crack pipe. But then they asked him his name. And he says his name is Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a Stacy. He really did. <laughs> Look like a Stacy. He didn't, I don't think he looked like a Stacy at all. I think he looked more like a Deb. <laughs> he looked like something, all right, because he was twitching. He was geeking. That's what yeah, he was. He was, like was geeking out. His name was twitching. Yeah. His name was Stacy. And of course, it comes back and it was not his name. Mm-hmm. So when. Addie Perez is asking him, you know, what is your name? Spell that again. And he knows now, okay, yeah. I'm bust. They know that I'm not who I am. All of a sudden, and you can see it happening. Like, I think we all knew Twitch is going to run. Twitch is going to run any second. And it sure as hell, he takes off, but he didn't get far. Tries to jump the fence, mm-hmm. and Addie Perez pounces and grabs him by the legs. And yep. holds on is like you ain't going nowhere, mm-hmm. and you know, Corporal Loriano is all, you know, he did you see him hop that fence? He's, he went over that fence. I mean, he went over know, that fence. Like his working out and and everything that he's doing is paying off because he flew over that fence. Yeah, he did. He didn't have to climb up the fence like we would have to do. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. kind of did like this whole like kind of hop up to the top and then down and I was like boom yeah it's like yeah. boom over and, yeah and then they, they t- and then he's like you got him you got him she's like I got him she's like he ain't going nowhere can you imagine how painful that was to have your feet kind of you know kind of over on one side of the fence and your body on the other onto the you know hanging down to the ground how that that pressure mm-hmm. on your legs I'm surprised his legs didn't get snapped right I mean he would have deserved it but I mean she wouldn't let go and he was resisting the whole entire time, even when Loriano got on top of him and is like, give me your hands, give me your hands. And I was like, this fool is, he had to have been high, high. That's where he didn't have any crack on him because he already smoked it. Yeah, he was, he was definitely cracked out. But you know what? To all you haters out there that underestimate the power of a woman and Addie Perez is a tiny little thing. Let me tell you something. She is bad ass. I mean, she, she was holding that guy and... Don't you ever question the power of a woman because it was fun to watch. I loved every minute. I'm glad she's back and they're fun to watch together. I enjoyed I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that she had on her gold bracelets underneath her uniform. She was total. She was a total Wonder Woman that night. That's total right. Wonder Woman. Yeah, that, she left in her invisible plane when they got done. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. She and used her then, lasso of truth too. Yes, she did. Yeah, what was it? What did his name be and end up being? I don't know. Deb. (laughs) It was Stacy. His name is Stacy. That didn't fit. (laughs) Stacy didn't fit him. (laughs) Okay, so now we're off to Slidell. Um, and uh, I guess this guy didn't stop. I mean, I guess he kept going and then he pulled over in this place and 
it was him and some chick in a car and um that he threw drugs out of the car wait it and wasn't another chick it wasn't another chick it was another value menu hooker Honey, she was the value menu. I mean, I really think that she's what they throw out in the dumpster at the end of the day that nobody bought. I mean, she. Yeah, she. She was rough. She was rough. She had, she, yeah, and she admitted that she had a crack problem. Yeah. Um, I mean, because it just, the whole thing, period, just didn't look right. Because he gets out and he's obviously, he's an older gentleman, you know, looking all twitchy and up to no good and then she they pull her out and she's this little like you know white value menu mcnugget yeah. you know yeah. and but she yeah. she she just looks you know like she just looks she i honestly for, she looked defeated you know what i mean you know those people that you see that don't make the best decisions or do the things yeah. that they feel that they have to do just to you know and when that and i kind of felt felt bad for her because you know, she just, she just, she was honest. She wasn't crazy acting or anything. She's just like, yeah, you know, I, I smoke crack or whatever. And, and it just sucked. But then, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the brother well, of, well, wait, before that, they have to bring Canine Kano over. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And that upset me because, I mean, did you see the place? It was a heap. It I mean, there was, tr- was trash. Was and there could have been needles, and there could have been glass, and there could have been any number of things, hepatitis, any number of things that could hurt his poor little paws. And it just like, I'm like, don't make him search in there with his beautiful little paws. It just, in his oh. nose, and get him out of there. <laughs> it just upset me. I mean, I know that he's a canine and he's trained, but get him out of that trash heap. And they did because yeah. there was no finding anything in there. They couldn't find anything in there. Could they? Did they find the drugs? I know because when the because when the guy's brother showed up and basically laid into him about being a dumbass, yeah. Um, you know he, you know the, I, the officer said, you know we saw him throw something over there, but you know we we can't find it. Right. Um, but yeah, the brother's like, I'll kick his ass. I'll, I'll get him out. He's like, go in there tonight. Good. I'll get him out tomorrow. But I'm going to kick his yeah. ass. Something about Lee's hamburgers. And now, you know what? That mean that is another stop I'm going to have to make on our road trip because we're going to Slidell. And, yeah. um, I, you know, Dennis will probably want a hamburger on our road trip. So, you know, I think maybe we'll have to check out this Lee's burgers place and, yeah, supposedly everybody knows about it and it's delicious. I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna, I never I'm not heard of it. But... One. but then my husband will eat one. But I hopefully they'll have you know some something else. Soup. I... Hopefully they'll have soup. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Do you you know what? Don't hate. Don't hate. So you can devour a good bowl of soup at the burger joint. <laughs> Okay. You know what? Anyway, but- one of my fa- one of my favorite things to have at Chick Fil A is their chicken noodle soup. Have you ever oh had goodness. it? It's delicious and it's hearty. If you don't get a Chick Fil A for a delicious fried chicken and pickle sandwich with nope. a side of waffle fries, there is something wrong. No, nope. no. Nope. Gosh. Okay. Anyway, let's go to Pasco. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So we've got neighbors. A neighbor dispute. So Mm -hmm. one guy calls the police. Okay. Now we don't see the guy that called the police from the get. They go to the supposed perpetrator neighbor's house and knock on their door first. 
Yeah. And you go in there and the guy's, you know, telling the story about how this guy called his wife a bitch and then threatened to kill their dog. Oh, no, he did not. Oh, he did. Ugh. And you want to know why I believe the story of this guy? Mm-hmm. Because when they go to the other guy's house, the other officers at the other guy's house, and that he called yeah, the, the police, mm-hmm. right? And he looks like he's got an injury on his, the bridge of his nose, mm-hmm. and um, he's got some there's some blood there. Um, but he starts telling his story, and he says, "I'm a Roman Catholic. I'm legit. I went to college." I'm a professional right. accountant. Right. Um, first of all, what does any of that have to do with anything? And what right. does, right. so, so you're only legit if you're Roman Catholic. Is that how it works? Cause I, I, I guess I didn't get that memo. I, I guess I miss it. Well, I mean, as when he started saying that things were not going well for him and that, you know, his story wasn't adding up, but yet that his neighbor's story was adding up mm-hmm. and he was fully convinced that the neighbors would be the one that would be hauled off to jail. He seems yeah. like one of those neighbors that's going to cause a problem. He seemed like a real uh, asswipe. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, the minute that he starts spewing, I'm a Roman Catholic and I'm college educated. Well, pookie for you. Um, I hope you put your religion and your education to good use in the jail cell because that's where you're going. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was. He was just not right anyway. But whatever. I yeah, guess. So I guess. Off, we, no, I guess, I guess we need to send out a new memo to all other faiths that they're not legit because they're not Roman Catholic. I'm pretty right, sure. Or college a, educated. I mean, if you're not college educated, then hey. I mean, that's that's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. All right, moving from them after he get he goes to jail, we're going to El Paso with, bless her heart, Officer Sandez, <laughs> who always gets the weirdest calls because she was pulled over in this situation. She didn't pull somebody yeah. over; she was pulled over yeah. by this little old guy who was complaining about his stepson. <laughs> I love this incident because this little old guy, first I give him props for being 75 years old in three days, driving a mini and wearing a beret, looking cute as, I mean, little he old He was men. adorable. Yeah. He was adorable. I just want to eat him with a spoon. He was adorable. Yeah. And he's like, you know, she's like, you know, what can, basically, what can I do for you? And he starts talking about his, you know, his wife's son. He's 28 years old and he needs to be taught a lesson. He pays nothing to live, I guess, at their home. He grows marijuana in the house. Oh, my word, no. (laughs) And he smokes dope. And that was all, I mean, it was funny. I mean, because he he literally wants this guy to be taught a lesson because he has no respect. He doesn't, you know, do anything for them. And he, I I think at one point he said he even got beat up by the, the son or something. Didn't I hear that right? That he said that he beat him up at one point. Yeah, I did hear that. But I, I guess my big question, did, did he want her to put out an APB? I mean, what was he looking for her to do in that moment? I, I don't know. I was, confu- <laughs> I mean, I really was confused, but what confused me more than anything, did anyone else notice the carabiners hanging from his puffy jet, his puffy vest? He had on this puffy vest and it had like, 
carabiners. They're like little hooks. And okay. he had random, like, one of them on this side had, it looked like tags were hanging from it from, like, key, like, <laughs> you know. And then other had, it was just randomness, but they were on carabiners hanging off of his puffy vest and I was I was well maybe okay so maybe his 59 year old wife because he has a 59 year old wife and he's 75 Mm -hmm. maybe she had to put those on there to put his little things on there that he needs when he leaves the house you know what I mean like I can remember safety pinning things to my kids when they were little so that they wouldn't forget them (laughs) maybe it's kind of like that well, maybe if that's the maybe if that's the issue, he shouldn't be driving to begin with. He probably shouldn't be driving that little mini. He probably should be, <laughs> you know, doing some. But you know, he was on the hunt for his stepson and wanting her to put out an APB for the guy. I don't know, but it yeah, was cute. that was weird. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he was he was totally adorable with his little beret. Yeah, he was adorable and, yeah. with his beret. Yeah, and then um, we're gonna get a slide out to uh-huh. um, somebody who thought he was adorable. Uh, yeah. There was nothing cute about this dude and what he was doing. Whatever. I mean, he's just. I guess he got pulled over, and he, you know, he jumps out of the car and he's hamming for the camera, and um, he and says, then "Change crushed, is happening." Yeah, change is happening, and do you know who I am? And you know, he's just, just hamming it up, and um, soon we learned that he he tells them who he is and he tells them that he is Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and they're going to put him in handcuffs, you know, just to, just to, for his own safety, he was not being arrested. Mm-hmm. And as they start to put him in handcuffs, he looks at the camera and he says, time it in five minutes. They're going to take these handcuffs off of me. I'm Jesus well, Christ. Well, at first he, when they start putting the cuffs on him, he says, he tells the officer you're going to stand over there and apologize to me. Yeah. And the officer's like, "Mm, basically, no, I'm not. And then that's when, you know, the handcuffs are on him. And that's Mm -hmm. when he goes into the, you know, don't you know who I am? I'm Christ. Because his name is Christopher or something, whatever. And then he's like, somebody time this in about five minutes. They're going to take these handcuffs off of me. Apologize to me. I'm going to hug them and I'm going to bless them. (laughs) <laughs> right and then uh, what happens yeah. Shots what happens fired. is something that we i don't think we've seen this very often on live pd but in the middle of all of this true to what he said they did indeed take the handcuffs off because they had another call where shots were fired mm-hmm. and i was a little taken aback by that whole situation at that point well what I was taken aback by was that when the call came out, shots fired, and the fir- the first officer left because that obviously that's more important than the guy thinking he's Jesus Christ. Right. Is um, the dude's whole hamming and everything stopped? Mm. I don't know if you noticed that, but it completely stopped. And and then the officer said, you know, I guess they ran his name and nothing came back or whatever. And he was just like, right. and and he goes, no, you know, go do what's more important. Someone could, I mean, you know, worst case scenario, the person where shots are fired, someone could have passed away because they needed an extra cop or something because your stupid ass wanted to, you know, be on TV or whatever and acted a fool claiming you being Mm. Jesus Christ and that, you know, you know who I am. But then the minute, you know, it's that, that's what irritated me. It wasn't like he was actually a disturbed person who 
really thought that. This person was acting like an idiot because they wanted some TV time. Because in the beginning, he even said, I've been wanting to meet you or meet y'all or whatever it was. Yeah, he live said. pity. Live yeah, pity. He, he knew he was on live pity. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's like, you know what? I, I, Normally, I could find something like that funny, but it's like, no, it's not funny because you're you're wasting resources because you want to have your little stupid sunglasses on at night when you could get out of your car trying to pretend like you somebody. No, right. I don't have time for that kind of stupidness. No, and, and like Tom said, just exactly what Tom said at the very end of that whole thing. I'm just saying he's not Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's right, Tom. He was not Jesus Christ. It was just a weird what? coincidence. Jesus wouldn't have acted like that. And Jesus wouldn't yeah. have acted, you know, wouldn't have put other people's, you know, safety in jeopardy because some numb nuts wanted to, you know, get two seconds of TV time or whatever, whatever. Yeah. He, he should have been kicked in the nads. Anyway. <laughs> but then they show the the call that they, you know, were responding to where the shots were fired. And it just turned out that it was a bar fight. And right. the only thing I wanted to say about this was... The guy was, you know, he didn't have a shirt on. He was kind of like a little bit bloody. I guess somebody hit him from behind or something. I don't know. But he starts, um, you know, he says that he got annihilated. Yeah. Uh, he was annihilated in the fight. And he starts talking right. about he ties knots. That's because I guess they, they wanted to know, like, why he was, you know, why he was being an asshole. And he's like, because he's a boy scout. Yeah. He's a boy he scout. He ties knots. And he ties barrel hitches and car hitches and stone hitches and tree hitches. I'm making all these up because I don't know I don't know what a hitch is other than what you you put your boat or camper or whatever on the back of your truck. It's a trailer hitch or whatever those things are called. And and then he's like, and I'm an iron worker and I try to be the best effing or no he goes I and I try to be the effing best. Well what does iron work have to do with Tying knots and I mean, what the knot is going on here? I have no idea. I don't I, know what he was talking about. I don't know. He needs to go talk to that Jesus Christ over there. Maybe they become friends because it would. They were all weirdos. No, it Nothing was made any uh, sense. It, yeah, it didn't make any sense. And then, and then we end the night. You know, it wasn't the last incident, but just the the the, the last talking or talk-worthy incident was back in El Paso with the guys who get pulled over for not having doors on the car. <laughs> now, wait, seems- not only did they not have doors on the car, they didn't have a hood on the car. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, this, this, this incident sounds like something that my husband would do. Just because because these guys, they said they looked up um, Texas law and that a car has to have working turn signals and lights, um, but it it doesn't have to have doors or or whatever else it was missing. Right. So they, they saw the doors off. They went to Home Depot and bought some kind of thing. They said what it was and that they took the doors off and that basically they were riding around. Um, you know, oh, and one guy had on a helmet. The that other was guy, the funniest part. The His other passenger guy is wearing a helmet. Yeah, and the other guy, the driver who didn't have on a helmet because his helmet hadn't arrived yet because he ordered the Predator helmet. Right. And so these, and they were they were military guys. They were army guys, you know. So yeah. I, 
there's a base around there and they were just riding around you know in this weird looking doorless car and it just reminded me of something that my husband would do just just to kind of push the limit like you yeah. know how some guys are they just come up with these harebrained ideas and yeah they what can I get away with yes and the, that just is that's my husband well I mean and, I think uh, I have seen that car before and I'll tell you where I've seen that car on Fred Flintstone Fred Flintstone <laughs> drove that car <laughs> it, it you know it was it was an interesting weekend for sure. You know, yeah, um, yeah it was, <laughs> I just, you know, I'm just hoping that maybe next weekend we don't have any poop talk. Girl, you know, there has not been a breaks. weekend yet where we are not talking about some bodily function. Yeah. Every week we have to talk about a bodily function. And yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. It does give us something to talk about. It does. So it does, so. it does, but yeah, so that was our recap for this week. So I'm excited okay. about it. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I have a feeling that, well, it's your birthday week, and it your is. birthday is this coming Friday, and it's a new episode of Live PD. And I have a feeling that the show is going to be pretty exciting. It has to be for my right. birthday. It, it has was, to be my gift. It it was so knuckleheads unite. Knuckleheads unite. It has to be a good night for me. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that we're going to see some shirtless dudes in Pasco, obviously. Um, maybe some bare feet. Um, let's see if we're lucky. Some taser action, and you know, maybe Gary Brown will be on. Hey, maybe Gary Brown will be in Richland. For my birthday. He may be. Maybe they will make that happen. Maybe they will make that happen. But, you know, it's all good. <laughs> but, you know, speak, speaking of Garrett Brown, I do have a little early birthday present for you. You do? I do. Happy what? birthday. Uh, happy birthday. One, two, three. Happy birthday, happy birthday to, to you. <laughs> happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Donna. Happy birthday to you. Woohoo! Oh my God. Okay, first of all, thank you for that. You're welcome. Second of all, um, best rendition ever. I mean, y'all ain't got nothing on Fergie. Let me just say (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're very welcome. You're welcome. So, yeah. So, happy birthday. And I guess we will be back uh, next weekend to talk about Live PD. Okay. See you then. Okay. Bye. Well, guys, that's the end of this week's podcast. We hope you found it as entertaining as it was for us talking about it. So until next week, remember to always smile. It increases your face value. Bye, y'all.